Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Ryanair has just published its third quarter results for its financial year, which saw them earn €211 million Euro in net profit on a turnover of €2.3 billion. Euros. Let's speak live to Neil Soran, the Group CFO or Chief Financial Officer with Ryanair. Good morning, Neil. Joe, good morning. How are you doing? Very strong traffic numbers uh, in most of your markets. Um, it's been one hell of a rebound over the last uh, 12 months for you guys. Yeah, things bounce back very quickly, Joe. Um, in the quarter itself, a 24% increase in traffic to over 38 uh, million passengers at 93% load factors um, and with fares that were about 14% ahead of pre-COVID. So, yeah, we, we've seen a lot of people uh, back flying again. There's huge pent-up demand. And I think we're also getting a benefit from the, the operation resilience that we, we showed over the summer. Uh, we were probably the first airline in Europe to, to get back to uh, pre-COVID capacity and then to outstrip it. We've actually operated about 112% of pre-COVID capacity in the first uh, nine months of this year and will deliver about 168 million passengers on a full-year basis at the end of March, which is 13% of pre-COVID. So, yeah, we've we, we bounced back strongly. Um, you say that you think your fourth financial quarter, i.e. the quarter that we're in at the moment, could be loss-making. Yeah, that, that's not unusual, um, particularly when Easter falls into uh, April, which will be the first quarter of next year. Uh, so we, we would anticipate um, that we will lose money in this quarter, um, with the exception of the, the, the midterm breaks. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's probably one of the weaker quarters of the year. But that said, we've seen very strong bookings uh, into Easter and into the summer. In fact, we record bookings over the past uh, couple of weeks. Um, so, you know, we, we'd be very confident uh, into next year, where we hope to grow by another 10% to 185 million passengers. Um, you mentioned the fact that you're able to bounce back where other airlines could not. I presume that's down to your industrial relations policy during lockdowns and where you retained most of your staff. Yeah, we, we, we retained all of our staff. Um, we uh, made the, the decision at the start of COVID to keep uh, everybody employed. Uh, in fairness, they they, they signed up for, for uh, pay uh, reductions uh, and the quid pro quo was that we kept everybody employed. We kept all of our aircraft flying, all of our pilots and cabin crew flying, which meant that they were, were current when things bounced back. And we were delighted uh, with the strong H1 performance to restore uh, pay uh, in, in, in the Christmas payroll for everybody. Um, so, yeah, I think we're, we're in a, a relatively good position. A lot of aircraft coming in. We had 84 of the new Game Changer aircraft in the fleet at the end of December, so we'd over 523 aircraft uh, in the fleet, and we would hope to have about 124 of those uh, aircraft by the summer of next year, which is hugely important because these aircraft have 4% more seats, but yet burn 16% less fuel uh, and have 40% less noise and, and will enable us to deliver the capacity and its grow to 225 million passengers but are Boeing uh, between now. Are Boeing, Sorry, deliver- ahead, are Boeing delivering those planes on time? They don't have a great record uh, of the last few uh, last few months. I've been one of their their biggest critics, and um, so I have to give credit where credit is due. T- t- things are are improving. Uh, the aircraft are coming in with more frequency than they were. That doesn't mean that we'll hit all of the 124 aircraft for this summer. They may fall short by four or five, but I've got rising confidence on where it would have been uh, even a number of weeks and months ago. So things are getting better, but that doesn't mean that there won't be a couple of hiccups along the way. 
Um, you have 40% of the market in Italy, which is a pretty substantial market, and 58% of the market in Ireland. So you're hitting saturation in some markets. Are there any European markets that you really think you should be doing better in? Well, you mentioned Italy there with 40%, and that, that's about a 14 points increase in where we were. I think there's even more to do in the Italian market. Uh, we've got consolidation going on there at the moment with Lufthansa uh, trying to uh, take over it, uh, the old Alitalia. Um, so I would see more growth opportunities in that market. Ireland, as you said, we've got 60% market share. Uh, we've, we've grown to uh, 40% market share in Poland and our airline buzz uh, will continue to grow in that market and indeed into Central and Eastern Europe. Spain, massive market. Uh, we already had 21% market share there pre-COVID. We've grown that up to 23%. Uh, we're continuing to grow in the UK. And I think with the consolidation opportunities in uh, Portugal and elsewhere, again, we'll be able to go in and uh, take more market share over the next few what years. What about Germany? We're, we're, uh, Germany is one market where we you know, haven't been growing as strongly. But that said, uh, we do have bases in, in, in Frankfurt-Hahn. We're in Nuremberg. Uh, we're in Berlin, uh, and you know there's plenty to do there. But uh, the Germans, unfortunately, aren't getting as, as much exposure to loafers as the rest of Europe, and that's down to the fact that we saw uh, the likes of Frankfurt Main increase their fees. Uh, we've got more airports uh, looking for our capacity, and we actually have aircraft available. Um, so you know there, there were better opportunities elsewhere. But I, I think when you look two, three years forward, uh, I would expect to see more of Ryanair in that market as well. You say that sustainable aviation fuel is going to play a big role in cutting CO2 emissions for Ryanair. You want to cut them by 10% by the end of the decade. There will be those environmental groups who will say that 10% is not ambitious enough. Well, we're starting from a position, Joe, where we're already 50% lower CO2 per passenger kilometre than any other uh, airline, particularly legacy carriers uh, in, in the market. So, you know, we're, we're, we're coming from a position of strength and yet we're, we're cutting further over the next uh, uh, few years out to 2030, which will see us go from 66 grams of CO2 per passenger kilometre to 60 grams of CO2. Now, we've made a massive investment in in new technology, and I was talking about the the Boeing 737 Game Changer aircraft with 16% uh, less fuel burn. Uh, That's really a phenomenal development. But sustainable aviation fuels will play a big part as well, and that's why we've been making announcements and signing up for commitments with the likes of Shell, where we're in the quarter, uh, we committed to pick up 360,000 tonnes of sustainable aviation fuels, which is about a billion euro uh, investment in, in sustainable fuels. That's on top of 160,000 that we agreed with OMV prior to that uh, to cover Central and Eastern Europe and Neste, who are already uh, fueling our aircraft in Amsterdam. And um, so we're very keen to see more investments. We're very keen to see more development of sustainable aviation fuels because it works with the current infrastructure that exists. Uh, it's an easy drop-in product. Is it more um, expensive, unlike, Neil? Is it more expensive? It is, it is, it is more expensive. And will that be passed um, I, on? Well, I think as we see more of the, the sustainable aviation fuels being produced uh, over the next uh, 10 years, we'll see the price of SAF drop. Uh, we, we'll also see the requirement for uh, emission trading credits drop because they'll be replaced with with more sustainable aircraft and more sustainable uh, fuel. So I think the gap between what's being paid for jet fuel today and the cost of SAF will narrow. Uh, Will some of that get passed on? It it possibly will. Okay, Neil, thank you so much. That's Neil Sorhan, the Group Chief Financial Officer with Ryanair. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.